<laughs> Welcome to another Kirby's Kids Holiday Special. Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening as we continue our dramatic read of Marley's Ghost, based on A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, adapted by Harvey Kurtzman. It is an Eisner Award winner, expanded by Gideon Kendall, Josh O'Neill, and Shannon Wheeler. In part one, we were introduced to Ebenezer Scrooge as he was visited by the ghost of Marley, his longtime partner at his firm. Marley told him of a visitation that would happen of three ghosts, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. In chapter two, indeed, Scrooge was visited by the ghost of Christmas past, who took him to some not-so-pleasant memories in his past, haunting him to the core. Now, let's head into Chapter 3 of Marley's Ghost. Chapter 3 Ebenezer Scrooge awoke, a prodigious snore transforming instantly into an anxious gasp. He kept a sharp lookout on all sides of the bed, eyes darting madly. Whatever spirit was to come would not easily catch him unaware. He steadied his nerves, reassuring himself that he was ready for a broad field of strange appearances. Nothing between a baby and a rhinoceros could astonish him very much. Boom! Boom! Having been prepared for almost anything, Scrooge was not prepared for nothing. When no ghost appeared, he was overtaken by unease and anxiety. Five minutes passed, then ten, a quarter of an hour, yet nothing came. Then he noticed the blaze of a ruddy light pulsating inexplicably from the rooms below. Come in, man. Come and know me better. I am the ghost of Christmas present. (laughs) Look upon me. I'm I'm looking. Feast with me, Ebenezer. We must fortify ourselves. A roast leg of mutton for you to gnaw on. I'm all right. Suckling pig, then. A fistful of salted oysters. A merry guzzle of my seething punch. I I seem to have lost my appetite. Very well. More for me. Now touch my robe and off we go. Ah, the rough music of Christmas morning. Shovels scraping on cobblestone. Cries of children in their snow barrels. Hair and hearty greetings. A city serenade. Um, what's in that cup? Christmas cheer. Peace on earth, goodwill towards man. With a little whiskey and nutmeg for taste. Ah, so this is what you do. You sprinkle your potion on Christmas. It briefly brightens people up. Then you abandon them to their misery all the rest of the wretched winter. You're a hypocrite. You are the rest who prattle on about Christmas spirit. Humbug hypocrites all. 
Perhaps I only offer the needy sucker on a single day, but better once a year than never. Like someone else I know. There's a house in need of cheer. Do you recognize it? No, of course not. Despite a dozen invitations, you've never been inside. Where's your precious father and your sister Martha? More than half an hour late? There's Martha now, Mother. Hello, darlings. Bless your heart, love. How late you are. We'd a good deal of work. No father yet? We must still be on his way back with Tiny Tim. Come, Martha. Look at the goose. It's such a goose. Ah, them now. Hide, Martha. Ho, ho, my dears. Whee! Danny Tim, you have to see the pudding. Where's our Martha? Not coming, I'm afraid. Not coming on Christmas Day. Papa, we were playing a joke, but I can't stand to see you disappointed. You should have seen our tiny Tim. Stood in the choir the whole time, though it was hard for him. Sang his tiny heart out. Now, here's the goose. Take a gander. Have you ever seen such a bird? And the pudding and the potatoes, Papa. Humph! This rum punch is whew, to sneer at either. But he's a skinny bird. There's not enough pudding to go around. Be that as it may, it seems to be enough. Merry Christmas, children. God bless us. God bless us, everyone. Tell me, spirit, will Tiny Tim live? I see a vacant seat in the corner in a crutch without an owner. If these shadows remain unaltered... The sh child will die. But the shadows may be altered, and, and, and then he, he will be spared? What difference does it make? If the boy is to die, he'd best do it. And decrease the surplus population. Humph, I suppose so. Always strange to hear an insect on a leaf pronouncing... There is too much life among this hungry brothers in the dust. Enough spirit. Just give them another dose. As you wish. A toast. To the founder of the feast, I give you Mr. Scrooge. Pshah! Mr. Scrooge, the founder of this feast, if he were here, I'd give him a piece of my mind to feast upon. My dear, Christmas Day. It must be Christmas Day if it weren't about to toast that horrid, miserly, unfeeling old sock. Long life to him. A long and miserable life to Mr. Scrooge. Just the mention of my name fully ruins Christmas, it seems. Give them another blast of your stuff, would you? <laughs> I doubt I've enough to undo your effects, my friend. I think it's best we depart. Hold on to your hat, my pampered friend. We go where the cold takes us. 
Scrooge and the spirit swept with the wind. Snowblown passed sunset towards the North Star, until they found themselves upon a bleak and desert moor, where monstrous masses of stone were cast about like the burial place of giants. Where are we, spirit? A place where miners live. All the day they toil in the bowels of the earth, but still, even here, they know me. Surely there can be no cheer here at the end of the world. There is happiness everywhere, Ebenezer Scrooge. And for those who are willing to look, the pair followed the beam of light out over the black and heaving sea. Let us go home, spirit. We've journeyed far enough. I can never journey far enough. Not while there are still souls in need of spirit. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ha <laughs> ha. He didn't. Ah, he did. But what's to be done? His offenses carry their own punishment. At least he can comfort himself with his money. I don't have a bad word to say against the man. He's a cold fish, and I have no patience for him. He's the worst victim of his own cruelties. I pity him. My husband's a pussycat. He'd got a soft spot for the meanest man in London. Oh, I'll show you a pussycat. Let's have some games then. Everyone keep away from the lady of the house. Crash! <laughs> As the evening wore on, they played so many games they lost count. Scrooge was caught up in the hubbub, and nearly forgetting his own immaterial nature, began participating in the merriment. Enough now for a lively round of questions. Of what or whom I thinking? Is it an animal? Does it live in a zoo? A tiger? Does it walk the streets of London? An ass. Is it a... Companion of men. Huh, I should say not. Hmm. Rats or dogs? Is it skilled for sport? No, though if so, it would be popular sport. Does it growl and grunt? Oh, yes, all the time. It's a savage animal. Mm, very. Huh, no. A bear? Idiot. I've got it. It's your Uncle Scrooge! But you told us it wasn't a bear. Technically, my dear. That round was fixed. He's given us plenty of merriment and laughter this eve. Let's raise a glass. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to old man wherever he is. He wouldn't take it from me, but may he have it nevertheless. To Ebenezer Scrooge. To Scrooge! Scrooge and the spirit were so full of cheer that the rest... Of the evening became a haze. They passed the most forlorn places in London, and beyond they still found kindness, companionship, and hope 
despite everything. It began to seem to Scrooge that the human heart is meant to be bottomless, invincible. The deeper its grief, the stronger its love. Spirit, now I understand. It's not about Christmas at all. It's about human fellowship. It's about humor and generosity and attention. Hmm. I'm a changed man. Once a year I will. Wait, who's this? This is a lost soul, abandoned to these dead, filthy streets. Let's just sprinkle a little hope from your cup and... Christmas spirit is something people share. This boy is immune to warmth, to hope, to anything but hatred and need. Beware, this boy Scrooge. You and your ilk made him, and countless others like him. His heart is even colder than yours, but his hunger burns hotter than any fire inside you. Something must be done to help a boy like this. There must be some refuge, some resource. Are there no prisons? Are there no workhouses? He, he, he can't see me, can he? We're, we're immaterial. A boy like this, Scrooge, a boy like this, can see ghosts. <laughs> bong, bong. Bong. End of chapter three. Please join us for chapter four of Marley's Ghost. Ghost. <laughs>